the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. Folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. That's our girl, Brittany Sandoval. This show is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you got a little grocery store business and you're having trouble getting cashiers, well, you can't beat what Southwest Point of Sales can do for you. And that is eliminate your cashier with self-checkout. Walmart does it, Home Depot does it, and so does Costco. So, hey, give these guys a call at 800-540-2149. They'll come out, take a look at your business, and if their system fits, you'll be ahead of the game. They even have meat and produce scales to go with it. You can change prices away from the store. Jeff and Mark can definitely hook you up. Seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-day service. That's Southwest Point of Sale. They've been doing it for over 20 years. Give them a try. Hey, if you got a Porsche, BMW, or a Mini Cooper, and you'd like a dealer alternative, Black Forest Motorsports can do that for you, no problem. 8066 Engineer Road, right there in San Diego, over 40 years of experience. Go to blackforestautomotive.com. That's blackforestautomotive.com. All right, young lady, are we trying to see how many people we can get into a, a room? You know, originally I asked each of them to come in different dates, and so it was they, their idea to come in together, right. so that's something I'll want to pursue later on. And they later brought on. friends. I know. It's a, well, when I look around, the first thing that comes to mind is wild thing. Wild thing is what comes to mind. Really? What and, about this thing? Well, yeah, that's wild things. Things. comes to mind <laughs> aren't you a school teacher come on girl yes should i just introduce from left to right <laughs> yeah go for it oh by the way they we are we have a room full of very successful drivers for right. our listeners at home that can't see and we all do plan to be at barona next week that's yes. why we have that in common okay so we have michael thing senior i believe That'll we work. have eric milcheski did I get it sort of right? Yes. I usually look at his name and go, don't ever make me say it. <laughs> and we have Dennis Taylor and Michael Thing Jr. Perfect. Yes. And he's, he actually dressed up for I the show. For, I said, you're dressed for TV. Yeah, he is. His well, hair's done. Oh, that's right. He's, he's not. He's filming himself. Is he social media? <laughs> Hold on a second. Hey, in there. Will you turn on some microphones, please? Thank you very much. Thank Listen. you, Brendan. Now try it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we're going to have to. Oh, my gosh. Now we have to do mechanicals. Anyway, so you'll have to. He's going to have to come in and, you know, just throw your mic over there for the time being. There we go. Ah, that sounds much better. That sounds much better. So, since you got cut out a little bit, what are you racing at Barona next week? Uh, We're racing an IMSA Modified. Okay. 
Yep. Where'd that southern accent come from? <laughs> <laughs> Is that from you? <laughs> so you're uh, absolutely looking forward to it? I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we ended up breaking the track record last time we were there, so uh, that was a big accomplishment. So uh, okay. I was super excited, and uh, hopefully we can do it again this weekend. Absolutely. Who was more excited, you or Senior? Yeah, is it working now? Yeah, try that. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, there we go. yeah Who do you think job, was more Brandon? excited? Uh, you definitely or dad? my dad. My dad was uh, <laughs> super hyped. I was just like, we broke the track record in the heat race, and that was one of the big accomplishments that we had this year. And uh, I was like, ah, it's not a big deal. You know, we're not winning. So, you know, we got to win the race. You broke a track record in a heat race. Most of the time, don't you normally break a track record when you're qualifying? Yeah, I mean, we were. It was just a heat race, so that's what was cool about it. And then uh, I ended up breaking the track record again, my own record uh, that I beat in the heat race. And look, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, I beat it in the main event too, and we ended up beating and winning that race uh, by half a track. So holy cow, were you in that race, Dennis? Sorry, Dennis. Uh, no, I wasn't there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have taken the record, right? We would hope so. Yeah, we would like to think so. Anyway, a half a track. Yeah, that was a pretty big night for us. So did you get excited at that point? Yeah, yeah. I was excited there when we finally got up on top of the roof and we were cheering for the crowd, so I that was guess awesome. I so. Wait a minute. Hold yeah, on we got to do the backflip. Swing your mic. Oh, did you? Yeah. I think I was strapped in. You had yeah, to do the backflip. Go ahead, Pops. Oh, I was just saying, and he was able to do his backflip that he's been practicing. You- <laughs> did, you, did you do one too? Oh, no. I saved that for the That would have been a big splat, huh? <laughs> it sure would have. <laughs> well, that is awesome. So, uh, so you've kind of got an edge for this up and coming race. Yeah, yeah, we're super it, happy. Is this a points race? Uh, I'm not sure. We're not in it for the points, so okay, I'm, I haven't right. really paid attention to that. Uh, and sometimes that's even better if you don't have to be worried about points. You're just going out there having some fun. Exactly. Yeah. Well, at the beginning of the year in January, we had a, a pretty big DQ uh, for driving for somebody else, Larry Corning, uh, the Corning Motorsports team. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, we're at the biggest race uh, of the, one of the biggest races of the year, and it started the January. So we ended up getting DQ'd for an illegal motor, and, and I had no idea about. And uh, it was just unfortunate because we well, had a dirty. It wasn't even your car, right? Exactly. Yeah. We we're driving for him, and it was his car. And uh, I mean, I just trusted what he had for me that was going to be okay, you know. Um, but unfortunately, it wasn't, I guess. And for did, the he rules. Know, did he know he had an illegal motor? I'm not sure. Uh, that's something He's maybe you can ask He's just the driver. Larry. I was just the driver. And, <laughs> and you weren't asking any questions. No. Right. I mean, I was just there to drive and do what I was supposed to do. And I put it in the main event and uh, where they caught me in tech. And I was just so bummed out because oh, it's at the beginning of the year. And you have a 30-day suspension and a $1,000 fine oh. right off the bat. Oh. And it's just like, you know, and you don't get any points for the rest of the year. So oh. For the rest of the year? So for 2022, this year has been like a big, big uh, so you just, setback. It was a yeah. big setback. But uh, it's definitely a learning curve because yeah, we had to start still in the back. Young. How old are you? 18. Oh, I think you can lose a year. Right. I mean, but not really. Not really. Cause, it wasn't you know, the plan. It wasn't for the sure. plan. Exactly. Well, and you got to make sure that people realize it wasn't you. Not, not to put blame any place other than where it, it's deserved. Right. And I'm not saying that somebody deserves it. I'm just saying it wasn't you. Totally, yeah. Um, it's just unfortunate. It's just one of those things was that... Was the car fast? Uh, not really. <laughs> really? No, my, my car, would think, would be faster See, now. See, now that makes it even worse. It if, was you know, worse. Because so, I mean, we were having motor problems all, all week, and I was just like, why is this thing not running right? And, uh, yeah. Because uh, it, was it was illegal. Probably. <laughs> something was going on. Oh, my God. I think it was just a really old motor. You think that's what it, it was? It was probably about 15 years old, and I believe everybody that, 
drives a modified, probably used that motor at some point. Oh, goodness. Uh, so nobody even thought that it was illegal at today's rules. Because, I mean, the rules, don't they change per- periodically? They change. And I think at some point it must have been rebuilt that had the wrong seals to match the serial numbers. Uh, um, didn't that's really, all it was? Seals? That's, that's all it was. I mean, the, the motor was... Seals don't make it go fast. It was gutless. We we worked on gearing to try to get the, just to where try we to needed get to be. some horsepower out of it. It was it was you know. Yeah. Well, let's talk to Eric for a second. Throw that micro. So, what do you drive, Eric? Uh, right now, I'm not driving anything. Uh oh. I'm must... on the sidelines helping Dennis Taylor out. With so they got car. your wrenching, huh? Uh, basically just uh, hanging out, being a crew chief. Yeah, wait, wait for everything. him to sprain an ankle. Yeah, right. just wait. He's gonna <laughs> yeah. fall down someplace. I'll be in the driver's seat. Not a problem. Yeah. So, how many years you been driving? Uh, I think five. Okay. What do you normally drive? Uh, Pinto. Oh, yeah. Plan. Did you learn anything from Ed Hale? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get into it till after he passed. Perhaps. So, get some videos, dude. That guy is yeah. amazing. Yeah. I've never seen anybody take a, a line at Cajon Speedway the way that that guy did. Yep. And he was so humble about it too. I think Paul Dyke ended up buying that car, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, so, all right. So, what about you, Dennis? Yeah, Dennis is in the Modifieds now. Well, oh, you're in the One mods? of his many. Yeah, I got a IMCA Modified now, trying to pick that up and learn it, you know. Yeah. It's a little yeah. bit different than some of the other classes that I run. Yeah, isn't it probably one of the faster classes that you've been in? Yeah, I ran a Pro Stock for a while, which was basically an open motor, 3,200-pound oh. car. And uh, it was fast, but, yeah. you know, big and wide and where the Modifieds light and, you know, quick, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be on top of it. There's no ends, no ifs ands or buts about it. Yeah, modified's pretty pretty wild engineered vehicle. So you know all that suspension work and and movement and stuff that you well, think you know doesn't make a difference. It makes a huge. It difference. Makes you were huge. saying the, a mistake can cost you. You know, you get two seconds behind. Yeah, you you let off and don't drag the brake right, and now you're getting passed. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, no, and, and then there's nothing you can do about it because everybody is hammer down as the old saying goes. yeah and i'm used to just throwing it in backwards and nailing it and it hooks up and leaves you know but this you got to kind of drag the brake in be on the gas before you're off the brake and uh, keep it up on the bars and so how'd you learn that pretty much just trial and error trial and error more seat time is what really matters yeah. for that because all my other cars you just fly in drive past everybody and you know, fly out the other and end fly out the other end on the top you know and 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 that's why the wall is there in case you go too far. Yep, that's the limit. <laughs> well, that's so funny because, you know, it's it's hard for some drivers to get up on the wall. Oh, yeah, you most know? of them want to just... Scared to death. Yep, scared of, scared of the fence. And, you know, the fence can be your friend and then it could be not your what friend. What did Richard Petty used to say? He always liked to go close to the wall because if anything was to happen, he didn't have so far to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to look at it. That's one way I to look. I don't look at it that way. You don't look at it that way? Well, you stay away from the wall too, right? We were talking earlier about the price tag of racing, yet we still come back. Yes. It's, <laughs> not, it's not getting any cheaper. <laughs> no. It's, it's very expensive. Well, we're going to talk about, uh, did Dirt do call in? I suggested he take the day off just because oh. I know we have so many, so much here. I want right. to hear, I think each of them have pursued each other, so I'd like to hear that after right. commercial break. Let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back right here on Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. 
All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better than El Cajon Ford. Go to ElCajonMotors.com. New and used, all at the same location. That's right. 1595 East Main Street in El Cajon. Uh, Paul Dyke and his team, along with their used car, finance, service, Nobody does it better. In fact, their service department will work on anything and everything in your garage. That's a one-stop shop. You don't have to fool with it. They support Barona Circle Track every chance they get. Go to BaronaSpeedway.com. Check out their schedule. In fact, they've got uh, the Spooky Series coming up this Saturday, correct? Yep. And I think everybody here is going to be behind the wheel. How about you? Um, at least three of us. Okay. Three of us. One... The three right here. You? Yeah. You're going to be behind the wheel? Yes, not you, for the spooky series, but yes. Oh, you'll be spooky. The dwarfs are racing. You'll be spooky. Spooky 37. <laughs> yeah, well, we're giving out candy and Spooky 37. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. So what do you want to ask? I had a feeling. Well, I, I was curious of, I know you're fierce competitors, but you had suggested coming on together. So how did you strike up a friendship? Is that why you're in between the two of them? Well, I'm usually in between my guests. Okay. You do keep, you keep <laughs> intentionally just to no, keep them. but uh, but you somebody helping someone or well, yeah, we we How both do you know each other? we both well, Michael started in the in the smaller track where the junior sprints and stuff were, and and I kind of met him and his dad, and I was running a pony stock at the time, and Michael started to you know win every weekend down there in the juniors, and was getting ready to move up, and I believe he was about <laughs> what fourteen or thirteen. Thir- 13, 13 when okay. i met him yeah so then he was moving up to you know wanting to get on the bigger track and uh we all were talking about we'll get him in a pony stock you know and mm-hmm. and they got a pony stock and i started racing against him in the ponies and kind of saw the potential that he had and and i really liked the family and, and then decided, you told him he needs to go back to the little track yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> there's too much competition get this kid off the track yeah he was he was learning and coming up and you know when i was younger i I kind of was around everybody, kind of learning too. So I could kind of take them. Well, under isn't my that wing. isn't that what small tracks do? Yep the the community and the family that we build right. up there is everything, you know. So uh, he started running a pony, and I was I was dominating the pony class for a long time already. So we started doing some work on his pony, and I could see the potential in the driver. Mm. And uh, he started picking it up, and and uh, you know learning from there, and. Many races that we raced together, and and we rebuilt the car. I think a couple times from some accidents that happened, oh. and car got flipped once or twice. But uh, we would we'd get it over to me and my crew and garage, and we'd slam that thing back together in two weeks, and it'd be just as nice or nicer, nicer. And new wrap, new paint, new everything. And Michael jumped back in there just as excited yep. as the first time I ever met him, and so. just go out there and wad it up again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you, it takes quite a bit of, uh, you know, wadding it up to get good at it. So, you know, we all have, and, uh, you know, we just try to keep it as, you know, cheap as possible. But right. he started picking it up, and, and then there was an opportunity that uh, one of the uh, drivers that he's driven for, Larry Corning, had a car that was for sale, and uh, they were able to pick that up, and we started doing some modified training on the track. Uh, the Salazar family let us rent the track, and... Mike and me and Michael were on the track, you know, getting him to learn to take off and, and keep it out of the fence and not, you know, let him go too quick, too fast. Right, right, right. Because we didn't want to have any accidents. And he picked it up really quick. And him and uh, the Wild Thing Racing uh, 
you know, they That's went all over the United States racing the cars and sure. stuff. So he picked up a lot on the trips with his dad and getting the hang of it. And then a modified rolled into my garage for me. So <laughs> now I started asking him kind of what I needed to do. And, and so the tables kind of changed, but you know, they, they gave me all the good advice and the, and you know, uh, the confidence that I could do it. And I started racing against him and, and some of our other really good drivers out there. And Barona's really picked up their, their racing. Oh yeah. You know, it used to be a crash fest and now it's kind of like you get some drivers out there that you really got to, Got a wheel, you know. And the track surface has a lot to do with it. I think the Salazars have really got the track surface figured out. And what's the gentleman's name? Uh, Marcy's uh, oh, yeah, husband. Her husband is working on it. Yeah. yeah Ken, he, Ken's our grader. He does a real good job yeah, for us. Yeah, he's doing a super, super job. Yeah, we yeah. were talking about all the track times that are being beat and less crashing. And- yeah, we've had track records and, and multiple yeah. classes. Michael said it last race. Uh, so, Michael, have you given him any tips that you're keeping in your back pocket? I mean, I try to give him everything. It's hard to... There's really no secrets in modified racing. Everybody thinks there is, but there's not. It's just really hard work it's is what it, it is. Off it's just the- doing it and, and getting as much seat time as you can is yeah. like the advice I'd give you. That's really the trick. Seat time. It's seat time. Yeah. If you can get most practice than the next guy, then you're going to be better than him right. without a doubt because you're going to learn the car. You're going to feel it better, and you're just going to be better when you get on the track. And you learn to read the track. Exactly, yeah. That's and important. That's the tough part. It know? is a tough part. Whether it dries out or it doesn't dry out or what have you, because you might think you have it on one lap, and then the next lap, yeah. wait, what, 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 what happened? <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. the luck of the right setup. Yeah, I mean, everybody talks about luck setup, but it also, I think, like comes down to driver, like adapting yes, to the racetrack. Yeah, for sure. Because the track sure. could like, start off moist, and then it can go dry right. as the race goes on. It's important to, as a driver, to adapt to the racetrack and... For me, I feel like I've worked on it so much that I feel like I've become like pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the, there's guys that are way better than me, and it's just hard to keep up and with people like that. Well, and they're still trying to figure it out themselves. Exactly. That's you know? what's crazy. It's just, yeah. It never ends. Have you ever run at uh, Paris? <laughs> I have, yeah. What'd you, what do you think of Paris? I love Paris. Paris is a good racetrack. It's always hammered down and fast, and it's, you can get Stupid up around that fast. place. It's fun. Stupid. How about you? Oh, yeah. I've run Paris in the pro stocks, street stocks. Uh, it's it's really consistent you know it you can you really got to throw it in and and just hang it out there <laughs> they should be in the double decker class Ooh. oh that would be yeah. fun. What, what do you think i'd do you think i'd be the, the steer or, the, uh, or, I'd be or the, the pedal? accelerator I'd put you on top just for the center of gravity that oh, would probably sorry. help for, sorry guys oh, oh, that is <laughs> so <laughs> massive I, I just don't want them to fly. i've seen them tip they do too. Oh, no. But over. doesn't that look like a, a crate? I mean, I would love, and then you would have the gas pedal too. That, that'd be fun because yeah, I'd just keep you, it to the floor and he'd have to drive it. us. You know? Uh-oh. Yeah. And there's no, I don't know com- if I can trust him. <laughs> and there's no communication. I, yeah, that would be that would be cool. That, don't you think they'd be like banging on something like two knots? Oh yeah, throttle, throttle. Yeah, exactly. break, 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 break. I'm gonna have to connect the radio for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be yelling at Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> He'll just pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> I think it. I think you know, and they're always looking for. I think they've even got a couple of track cars. Oh wow! Well, that would be something I would love to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Kazarian, I'm sure probably could uh, hook you guys up. That would be a lot of fun to go watch and see. And her and her mother are going to do it. Oh, she wants to do it. Nice. Oh, and then she's dragging her into it as well. <laughs> so. All right, so let's talk to Dennis for a second. Flip that thing over there. That so, is Dennis. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, not Eric? Dennis. Eric. Eric. Give him some air time. You know, the poor guy's just sitting there. So it's, like, <laughs> it's like being a crew chief. You know, never get never gets any of the limelight. So, so 
you've been working on now is this the first time you've worked on a sprint car on a modified i mean modified i'm sorry yes so it's a learning curve for you as well oh yeah because you don't know what to ask him no no and he probably doesn't know what to tell you no and, and there's so many adjustments on the car that's where it's, thing comes in yeah yeah he comes in and helps you because it sounds like you guys sort of all work as a group even yep. though you compete against one another yep yeah so what do you find to be the most difficult part of working on it? Dennis. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. boy, you're sorry. on a roll sorry. today. No, just the difference in track conditions, you know? Yeah. Do you get a chance? Have you ever been out in the car? No. You know, when I was a crew chief, I had a problem with that. <laughs> and I had a real problem with it. I can't tell you on air what I said, but that's another story. <laughs> but uh, so what's the season look like for 23? What, what's on the game plan? Uh. Definitely going to race Barona. Yeah. Um, probably going to do some traveling. Do some traveling. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and grab Hopefully it. Hopefully jump in with the things and do, you know, some races around. Who you know. got for a sponsor? Oh, man. I got a lot of sponsors, but uh, I got Who's a, your main one? Uh, budget grading uh, helps me out a lot. Uh, Jim Hutchinson Racing Engines. Jim builds yes. all the motors for all of us. Okay. And, and even in my street stock, pony stock, couldn't do it without him. Right. I got all the great food sponsors you could dream of. Finally, Smokey and the Briskets, really. Oh, good. oh I go God. there. That, I love that place, and we get trays. And you do look a little heavier than the last time I seen you. You know, I didn't say. I just said put them in the bottom car. Well, my my, <laughs> my best setup is that I'm bigger than most of the other drivers. So not only does the car turn left good, but they don't want to come over to my pit either. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, uh-huh. Michael, who you got for sponsors this next year? This next year, uh, I don't really have anybody, Dude. really. So gotta, I'm looking for sponsors. We so. got to get you on KUSI with a car and That's tell right. people you're hurting for some sponsorship. I need some sponsors for 2023. Yeah, your dad is over here hopping up yeah. and down saying, we need sponsors, ow, we need sponsors. Ow. I mean, the main sponsor right now is my dad. That's what I was saying. And he doesn't know what he wants to do for a living. Well, yet. he's got the rap business going on right now for him. Is he rapping? He's rapping. He's that's my he's car. A my car is. <laughs> he's, a rapper. He's, he's a rapper. Yeah, right. he is. Uh, and my car looks pretty good. So I feel like the more we keep practicing and the more we get better, yeah. it's gonna get better. I could see potential there for sure. So yeah. I'm excited to see what our rap's gonna look like. No, no, I, I, I am too. So let's throw this over to Dad real quick. Like, so what have you got planned for for 23? 2023. I'm hoping that uh, there's some sponsors out there watching, seeing what they saw this year. It's going to carry over to next year. Right. Um, our energy, what we used this year, we pretty much worked on ourselves mm-hmm. as a team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had to start in the back. So we had to, I would coach Michael. I was like, you know, look, it doesn't matter who's on the track. Right. We're going to go out there and we're going to race the track. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to attack the track. We're going to, you know, so our personal goals for this last season was over the top. What we accomplished as far as breaking the record, um, watching him as a driver, I mean, we're running the same rap as we did at the beginning of the year. Wow. Can you clarify for the listeners why he had to start in the back? Yeah, it's from our DQ. It has, he had mentioned at the beginning. Oh, okay. You know, it happened in January, so. Oh, I thought of, it was IMCA. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, I thought it was it's all IMCA sanctioned, what we're running, so. So 23 is a clean slate. 23. Um, if you're looking to be on a car, sponsor a young boy. That's and with a good, with a good, when you when I when you're going to go sponsor somebody, you don't want to just sponsor a car. You want to sponsor the driver and the crew. We're, well, I'm putting together a team this year, so we're going to have a team. And uh, 
you know, if you want to be on that team, because I believe that if you work as a team, other than individually, right. you're stronger. Absolutely. Um, you got more minds working together. Um, Y'all have I just think you're goal. unbeatable yeah. when you put a team together. I agree. I mean, not yeah. only that, we got the social media stuff too, you know, and I feel like that's very powerful He's when you can help sponsors. Himself. I mean, this whole time I've been filming. <laughs> and he should. And so he yep. should. Because when, cause that's what I tell sponsors. You know, you don't want somebody that just says, hey, I'll put a sticker on you. You can put a sticker on my car. You want a driver that will come to your business, will help get involved in your social media. Absolutely. And, and push forward that, that positive. We got uh, Scott on the line? Nobody? Cool. Let's take another break right here on Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. This is Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. The segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Man, oh, man. If you haven't been to that track, you are totally missing out. Go to ParisAutoSpeedway.com. Check out their schedule. And trust me, you can't go wrong. It's family, family, family. In fact, I think they got something trick-or-treating coming up next Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. I know we're doing it at Barona, but I think they are too. So go to parasautospeedway.com. So we're talking about sponsorship, and we're, you know, and I'm sure all you folks are going out there going, you know, why do you want to sponsor a you know, local's track? Well, go check out the drivers that are out there. I'd bet you 90, correct me if I'm wrong, Brittany, but 95 to 98%, they're straight-A students, they're good citizens, you know, they're just that, what are you doing looking over there at him? Just reading body language. Oh, is that what you're doing? (laughs) Typical school teacher. You're 18, Michael Thing. Uh, What are you doing school-wise? Well, I'm graduated now, so I've just been doing a little side hustle, flipping some products and making some money. What kind of products? What kind of products? Uh, anything really. I've been on this little TV trend, so flipping smart TVs is kind of my new thing. Oh. Maybe some cars. Lately. Oh, yeah. so, hey, might uh, as well. Making some extra cash, you know, because you gotta you gotta have some money to go racing. Yeah, you, know? you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can't just <laughs> rely on poor old dad. Exactly. I mean, that Sponsors check, or that dad check, or whatever. That checkbook gets a little skinny after a while. Oh yes. Well, and you got it. Well, who who was it? Um, oh my God, that the that the Perdome. Seen at uh, Ventura. Oh, AJ Bender. AJ Bender. About? Wait. No, he. Yeah, it was AJ Bender, and Don. Per, not Don Perdome. Um, uh, Cruz Pendergon seen him at, and sent him to the Chili Bowl. Oh wow! Yeah. And he'd never been to the Chili Bowl. He's never even driven one of those cars. And guess what? Turned around and he didn't win. I think he, he got up there a ways, but he didn't. He didn't get anywhere near the, the finals. And Pendergon's going to send him again. Yeah, that's all awesome. expenses paid. Why? Because he's good person. He, and he's getting himself out there. He's getting yeah. himself out there, and he, he watched him drive at at uh, Venture, and he liked and he liked it. Of course, I don't know if you know AJ Bender, but I think he just got rookie of the year. For but he never stopped smiling. I mean, the kid was smi- He's constantly smiling. Just a nice, <laughs> nice all around kid. What? Uh, John Harris, he was in here recently. Yeah. He just sent me a picture of a dump truck with his number on it. And uh, he yeah. said, your spooky view this weekend. <laughs> oh, he's after you again. Uh, <laughs> they race together, so he's always trying to tell her what she's going to see. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, 
So if somebody wanted to help you guys out, what's the easiest and best way? Uh, the best way is either uh, you know contact me through my social media. Uh, email works too, and I'm I'm everywhere. Like I mean, Facebook, spell out that. Facebook Instagram, Thing. Snapchat. If you have me on Snapchat, anywhere. My- Michael really. Thing. Uh, my at Michael Thing thirty eight. Okay. There you go. Yeah, on Instagram, Thing. and then Facebook is just my name, Michael Thing. All right. How about you, Dennis? Same thing. Social media. Uh, Facebook, Dennis Taylor. Picture of the race car and me right. on the front. Is he uh, doing all your social media for you? Uh, he helps me out. Yeah, we do some video footage in the pits when we're, you know, after the races and yeah. stuff. So it's kind of cool, you know. You know what? You, you ought to do that growing up garage. Have you ever seen that? I think it's more kid base. Yeah, they're doing. But I mean, you could do something on a more of an adult like base. We can that. be grown up garage. Yeah. <laughs> Still trying to grow so, up garage. Uh, yeah. Still trying. So, so we do, uh, you know, Snapchat and, uh, you know, uh, email also. Right. And, and we really, you know, could use any help that anybody would like to give and, right. and the community involvement is everything you know bringing the cars down signing the autographs for all the kids that putting look up kids to us. in the cars boy but, i tell you yeah, that'll do and we do a racers against drugs program where we oh. go to the schools take the cars out and drop pictures and sign autographs and you know dress the kids up in our safety gear and show mm-hmm. them that you know just because we're racing we're still being careful doing it well, I was talking to a little guy this today at KUSI. He's eight years old. His mom's running for assembly or what have you. And I said, you need to get that little guy on a race car. So I showed him some pictures and everything. His eyes lit up. So, you know, we're going to drag him out and probably get the Medinas to let him, you know, climb in one of the cars. Because that's what it's all about. You know, it's spread the word. Spread the word. Definitely. People don't know about the races because they haven't seen it, you know. But once the kids come down there, they're hooked. And- oh. And it's a great family sport. Yeah. You know, the Salazars, Todd and Trish really put on a good show yeah. for us. And if it wasn't for them and, and we wouldn't have nowhere to go have fun. So, Not you know, unless we you want to travel. Exactly. And yeah. traveling gets even more expensive. <laughs> and, uh, you know, without the help that we have from the, some of our sponsors, you know, uh, we're always looking for more to go further. But uh, right. we got to definitely thank them. Well, because, you know, you could be the greatest driver in the world, but if you can't be seen then you'd just be the greatest driver in the world. Exactly. <laughs> that's, as far, that's it. You know, I, I'm the greatest driver in the world, but that's as far as I'm going to be able to go with it. Now, I, I think it's huge. And you gotta you got to stick yourself out. How many times have we invited people to come in and they either can't do it? Or Some of them are too shy. You have to ask about oh, 10 yeah, times. And then they come, right, Eric? They eventually come. <laughs> right? Yeah. Aww. Oh. I want to hear more about the racing. If All I right, may. It's so freaking sentimental. Awesome. All right, no. go for it. Well, I heard, rumor has it that you were out front being pursued by thing, and it was your first season in the Modified. Is that true? How'd that feel if that's true? Oh, uh, yeah, that was my, like, seventh race, eighth race in the car. Uh, it was a heat race you know, uh, like 10 laps, but we still had our whole field of cars there. So for me, it was just a short main event win, you know, <laughs> and definitely got more to learn, but, you know, just to be able to see that, you know, I knew what, and you won that one. I won that one. What yeah. was on your mind? And I, uh, well, just don't choke and have Michael blow by me on the outside. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had cold Dick, which was another really good driver right on my bumper. And the week before same scenario, I got out front and was running away and a car spun out, caution come out, and they bunched us back up. And ah. I got passed right there on the start, ah. you know, because uh, I think Cole Dick got under me at that time, or Michael. And I went, I ended up finishing third in that one. But when I got out front this time, I was just running my own race, not really worrying about who was behind me or how good they were. 
just driving it and uh caution ended up coming back out (laughs) and then i made sure that i didn't uh you know didn't didn't get into my mind where i couldn't do what i do good and and then uh ended up winning it you know i don't know if a few more laps was going to be there if i still would have been out front but we we held it off for the 10 laps it was really cool though and michael made me feel real good and so did his dad you know because it's it's difficult and the mindset that you get especially if you're used to winning i've won almost 60 races at brona in different multiple cars you know from the ponies to the streets and stuff but after you get into something so big and so fast and you start not winning every week you start doubting yourself you, you start wondering if you're at the edge of where you know maybe you know that's about as good as it's going to get you know right. and then the nice thing is is they you know put some confidence in me and and mike senior helps me and michael too and uh, we were able to win that so it just showed that uh, a little more time and yeah. with eric and the crew and brian and adam and everybody helping me you know it can be done so well That's awesome. i think i think having fun has to is a big big deal i always tell everybody it's like fishing fishing's for fishing it ain't catching that racing ain't winning <laughs> racing's for fun racing's right you know you go out there and you just people race their whole life and don't get one win so do you believe that michael uh, I believe it at, at a certain extent. <laughs> no, you don't. I, I love racing winning so is much. To win. Exactly. I mean, I feel like uh, the point of racing is winning. If you're not winning, then you're last. <laughs> Even <laughs> if, if you're first, second. Yeah, if, if you're, you're not first, first you're, you're last. last. I've, I've got that same mindset too, but there's I just see a lot of people that try really hard out there to get their cars out. and Some try too hard. And spend all their money and... You know, if, and and then they don't have a good time. They don't have fun. Yeah. If you're not having fun, you shouldn't be doing it. Well, I don't think money is the key to you. No. It I doesn't mean, hurt. It helps. Well, it doesn't hurt. It helps. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've seen people go out there that are extre- extremely good drivers. Yeah. And maybe not have the best equipment. Right. But they win. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's about the fun. If you're not having fun, then there's no point in doing it's it. Yeah. Balance. How I about mean, that? Because I don't. I I've had so much fun. Like some of the races that I've had, like the most fun ever. I've never. I didn't even win that race. Right. I was like third or like fourth or something. But you're back there mixing it I up. I mean, and... I was back there like throwing slide jobs on people. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was battling with Dennis at one time, yeah. and I was having fun back there. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's one of those cool. things that you know, even if it isn't a win on the, you know, you get the trophy and. You know, you get to talk to all the crowd and, and, you know, enjoy all the kids looking up to you. You still have a real good race. A couple of races yeah. back, I went from like third right through the middle of a hole that just barely fit. And it was just one of the moves. That was a win for me right. in my right. modified because I hadn't really got up there to battle yet. And, uh, you know, but like you said, money, money don't make you win. It does yeah. help, but you still got to be able to drive. And right. as Michael was saying, adapt. Where when you yeah. jump from one car or multiple cars like I do, every car I'll race one and then I'll jump back in another car. You have to drive that whole other car different, mm-hmm. you know. And if you can adapt and feel it, you know, there's no no way nobody right. can tell you how to do it. And you have to take losing professionally. Oh, most definitely. That's yeah. huge. I've learned that from the guys I race. And I think that's hard for some guys. Yeah. Maybe as they get older and they're, maybe their talent is, is starting to wane away <laughs> a little bit. And they get angry when they lose. They can, yeah. You can't get angry. You know, you got to just take it as it is. You you lost. Yep. That's yeah. one of the things when the, you know, young buck like Michael over here and <laughs> me, I'm still kind of young. But we come in and we race. These guys have been racing for 50 years. Oh, and yeah. they got stacker trailers and oh, brand yeah. new tires. And, and we go blowing by them. And they just, they don't understand how or why. 
But, you know, I'm sure we'll all be in their but shoes you know someday, what? too. But Down deep inside, they know. They know, and they, they know. should be proud, you know, that the, the sport is not dying. It's getting right. better. Yeah, you, you were saying this modified in particular, strong this year. Oh, yeah, they're, it's strong. And, you know, we're getting cars coming to Barona now from out of town, traveling right. racers. And, right. You know, you're at Barona, it's kind of short track driving, so it can get hectic. But you're getting drivers that have driven on the half miles and stuff, so you're getting – Really good racing going on, right? And yeah. that's so so important. And a, and I think something I think I heard with sponsors in mind, you didn't get anything worse than third this year, right, Michael? Yeah, that's right. At Barona, I didn't get anything worse than third in the season. Wow, that's amazing. Your your sponsorship will be up towards the front. So now yes. you have, and he a does challenge. a backflip when he wins. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> so is that memorable? Who used to do that? Uh, Carl. Carl uh, Edwards. Carl Edwards. In NASCAR, yeah. Is that where you got her from? <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. Actually, he kind of like inspired that a little bit. Mm. I, I don't really do it off the car. That's a little scary for me, but I can do it off the ground. <laughs> so impressive. Because you're probably tired. I mean, I mean, I'm, ex- I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm like exhausted a little bit, but but you still got enough adrenaline in you. Yeah, I adrenaline. Flip. Adrenaline. I mean, even if I landed on my head, I think I'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Is Amanda on the line? All right, so we're going to hear all about Imperial Valley uh, Raceway on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue. They might do an oral change. They might do a tune-up. They might do suspension, but they can also make you go fast. They got an in-house dyno. Anything that they do in there, they can back it up. Check them out. Certified Car Clinic. That's certifiedcarcare.net. All right. Hopefully, we have a very happy young lady on the line, Amanda Robertson. How you doing, Amanda? Hi. How are you guys? I'm good. You sound tired. You sound like you're tired. <laughs> it was uh, exciting, and, you know, excitement is exhausting, <laughs> but... It was uh, a wonderful weekend of racing at Imperial Valley. Because you did Friday night and Saturday night. Correct. Friday night, the Heritage cars ran, the Lightning Sprint ran, and the Sprint cars ran, a dash for cash. Wow, and I understand you had quite a bit of money uh, for for the drivers. We did. We gave away 500 bucks on Friday night for the Sprint cars, and then um, Saturday night was... 1500 to win whoa and we had 12 cars excellent so being that that was kind of your first official weekend uh how would you grade it i would give it a b plus because okay. i'm all about room for improvement on anything right right uh good good uh how about the attendance the attendance was great on Friday. It started out good on Saturday, but the winds picked up, and we were getting about 30-mile-per-hour winds. Ooh, but ooh. it was a little chilly, but we didn't have any dust. So that was a plus. So for the 400-ish fans that stuck, you know, stuck it out, yeah. um, they didn't get dusted out. They just got blew out. But the covered grandstands provides great great protection, and right. they were all pumped up to, to hear those sprint cars you know, echo off the covered grandstands. And I'm sure you got a lot of response from the drivers. Huge response. Everybody is so excited, and they're looking forward to the future. Well, I got two drivers in-house right now that are, uh, we've been talking about you pretty much most of the show, 
and talking about the fact <laughs> that that once we get it going, it's it's going to be huge, and that would be Michael Thing and Dennis Taylor, and uh, I think Dennis, didn't you say you'd raced out there? Yeah, I raced uh, back there a few years back when, it, well, one of the last races they ran on the big track, and I took my okay. street stock and uh, we actually ran pony stocks down there, which was pretty cool track was so big we were actually shifting on the straightaway really? uh, yeah it, it was a it was a nice thing we didn't change gears uh we just figured we'd just try it out and see how it went but oh, overall i really like the setup and uh, i'm really excited to hear that you guys are back and going to be running and hopefully we can get the imca stock cars and uh imca modifieds that we run now down there uh, i'd love to check out the new track michael and i are going to be doing some travel racing and taking our cars around, so that would be one of the tracks that we'd like to run in a series with uh, possibly Cocopa and also Paris Auto Speedway in Barona. Uh, that it'd be pretty fun if everybody could get together and get right. a schedule that works, you know, together. So, have you guys, Amanda, have you talked to IMCA? Are they looking at you guys for a, for a venue? We have not talked to IMCA. We um, pretty consumed with this weekend. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> But we are open to opportunities, sure. and everybody has my number or Bronson Sharamani's number or Jeff Dale's number, and it's free to entertain. So call us. We right. want you. We want your class. We want exciting racing back in the Valley. Right. Without a shadow of a doubt. Michael, have you ever raced out there? Uh, I think that's the fairgrounds, right? Right. Uh, yeah, I have actually Correct. have raced that on the small on the smaller one. I think they like slimmed it down a little bit. I mean, that place was yeah, super it's, awesome. Yeah, quarter mile, high bank. Yeah, that place was super awesome. Last time I went, I mean, it was it was definitely surreal. I liked it a lot. What'd you drive? Uh, modified, actually. Oh wow! It was like the, one of their first events back with modifieds, and I was like, "This is awesome!" Like, I there was a ton do of it cars. Again. Yeah, because the clay there is amazing. I yeah. mean, it's so tacky and. <laughs> It's so oh, yeah. fast how how small the track is. Dirty, I got a pretty dirty sprint car from all the clay. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you drive this weekend? No, we had Cody Williams in our car. Oh, so now after this weekend, did it make you want to get back in the seat? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're working so hard on the other end of it, right? I am. I really enjoy it. And, and you know, Chris Trammell, my fiance, we enjoy just fielding a car because if you don't feel the car there's not going to be races to right. be had so whether we drive it or somebody's in our car it will always have a car there well and you're also giving somebody an opportunity too oh yeah and cody's raced almost probably 20 ish races leading into this big huge western swing with sprint cars leading into western worlds and then opal nationals so it helps him and him and his dad and family help us tremendously and it's it's just mad respect for the williams family wow okay so not to put you on the spot but do you have a rundown on who won i do because i knew you would dave <laughs> <laughs> okay so brent sexton won the california oh, whatever lightning, it is right southwest yeah lightning sprint championship and i think he won the king of the oval but i could be wrong yeah but he beat dalton by seven points oh. and he won the main event he won the main event on Saturday. Um, Saturday, um, so Friday, the Sprint Car Dash was won by Ricky Lewis, who came out from Indianapolis to race wow. with us. Um, second place was 
Cody in our car. Third place was, well, they didn't do places. They did qualifiers. So we had a qualifier of Tom Dunkel, who's from Marietta. And then our fourth qualifier was Sean Deskins out of Waddell, Arizona. So that went great. And then they had the heritage cars down there. And the first night was won by Garen, who was on the news with us. Mm -hmm. The second night was won by... She was either 14. She Okay, let's just say she was between 14 and 16 years old. She bought this car. Her dad and her show up. Green as green can be the cutest flipping thing ever. And this girl goes out and gasses it out of like, I think they had like 11 or 12 cars on Saturday night. She's ripping the top of the track. Like the sprinklers were having a good time running two lines. This girl was like, hey, tops up here, buds. Let's go. <laughs> she, she flipping ran the heck of out of it. And she won. She won. Good. She schooled all these guys. And it was so awesome. She was so cute. Uh, her name. Her name is... Winona Rag Ragland, and she's from Imperial, and just just down for the cause. It was like puppy dogs in the back window of a '55 Chevy. All their heads in this room were yeah. All their heads. You guys know this girl? Yes. No, I no nobody knew her. It was her first race. I don't know where they bought the car from, but she just had a good old time. That's we're getting some looks in studio. Yeah, a couple of these guys back in here must have known where you guys know her from. I believe she might be racing with some of our uh, sport compact drivers as they, well. Yeah, her name sounds oh, familiar. Okay. Yes, and I, I wonder if she's driving uh, Joel's car. I don't know, or her family, or yeah. Well, that that's awesome. I'm super glad that you guys had a good night. Uh, B plus, okay. I, I I have no problem with that. That'll give you room to grow. When's your next When's your next race? Midwinter Fair in March. Date are in the works but there will be probably a two-day race one saturday one friday saturday during the midwinter fair so sprint cars will be back lightning sprints will be back and we'll see what else comes with it can you rent the track um Don't possibly I, I mean it's just really hard right now because yeah. we're just we're just trying to learn everything but um the track would probably be rentable in the future you know Go ahead. For this next year, it will just be a great opportunity for us to try everything yeah. out. Okay, Dennis, you had a question? Yeah, on that event, is there uh, room for camping, or is it strictly rigs and, and staying around there? Or can you bring your um, RVs and stuff the down there fair, for the weekend? It, it's going to be hard for the fair. We haven't worked out those logistics okay. yet. So everything's in the works, and we want to work with the racers. So like, if you, if you call us and tell us, hey, I have a toter that's attached to my trailer, I need to stay. What yeah. are we going to say? We're not going to tell you yeah. no. Well, as long as you're we self-contained, and as long as you're yeah. self-contained, I mean, I don't see a problem with that either. Well, Amanda, it sounds like you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. So as soon as you hang up, you can go take a nap. Start <laughs> getting you. the clay I gotta watch the cars. Yep, yep. You got to watch the, the cars. Car. There you go. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, if you're way out, the next race is not until March. Definitely get in touch with me come January. And let's get you some dates on uh, KUSI, and we'll do it again. We should have a schedule by January. All right. Sounds great. All right. Congratulations, and uh, give Jeff our best, and we look forward to talking to you down the road. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, that's going to be that's, that's That's definitely, you know, looks yeah, positive. That's going to be good. All right. Good having you guys in.
Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you so much for, for having us. Oh, it's our pleasure. Look forward to doing it again. Just talk to my secretary. Of course. And Hopefully we'll see you on the KUSI. Not you a got secretary. It. Oh, you know, that's me. I'm I, the KUSI guy. She's the radio go. girl. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. But don't go anywhere. Gun Owners Radio, right around the corner. This is Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.